That's the wrong one. But hey, what's going on? Usually Phantom Wire sponsors a lot of my stuff. Someone's got their speakers on. Turn them off, guys. Learn how the internet works. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Change Our Minds. I haven't adjusted the title here yet. If someone wants to help me make a cool intro and stuff, hit me up because the show's now Change Our Minds. Uh, it's the opportunity for Jody and I to change our minds. Jody, what's up, Jody? What's good, YouTube? What's good? It's your boy Jody Joe here on Popcorn Planet. You know what it is. Yeah, I'm here with my boy Andy Signor and a special guest, Lewis Lecca. What? Lewis? Let's go, man. Lewis, mm, welcome to the show. In the love, man. The energy from you two guys, man. Hopefully it wears off on me so I can finally be cool. <laughs> finally, huh? No, you're cool, Lewis. Lewis is here for a special reason because we're talking about a topic that I'm familiar. I've gotten familiar with, but Lewis was like educating me on the drama that is the Corey Feldman, Corey Haim documentary, the two rapes of the two Corys, my truth. This we're gonna break all this down, but I thought as Jody, and I know Jody, you do know a little bit about this as well, yes, Jody. I know a little bit about it, but uh, Lewis is supposed to be the Yoda, so... Yeah, so we brought in our Yoda to just really help educate us. I know Lewis wasn't going to stay long, but uh, thank you for coming and dropping in. Everybody go check out Nerd Report if you haven't already. Go subscribe to Lewis Nerd Lecca on Twitter. But Lewis is going to fill us in on sort of what this story is. So let's get to it, shall we? Uh, there's There's so much to the story uh, that we got we to gotta get into. So to, to read to... Uh, I'm trying to find the example of... The movie first. Hold on. Wait, wait. I had it. Here it is. All right. So I want to. I want to pull up, pull up something just so we can all know what we're talking about. Um, and so hold on, Lewis. There we go. I'm gonna. I'm, you're just disappear for a second. Bam. Oh, I did it. I'm, I'm fancy. So Corey Feldman looks to name names and move forward with sexual abuse documentary, My Truth. Uh, the actor tells EW he's ready to expose his childhood abusers in a new documentary, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. Uh, now, guys, if you don't know who the two Corys are, you're living in a barn. Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, they are iconic 80s stars that I loved growing up. Um, and... Uh, they're, they were in a lot of movies together. They had some beefs over their over the years. Then they got back together and they did a, the, the Corey's reality show. Uh, but anyway, they sort of always sort of came along to each other n near the 80s and 90s uh, and became sort of a duo. And then you could tell that did they really want to be a duo? Ah, there's a lot of there's a lot just in that conversation alone. But fast forwarding now, sadly, Corey Haim died. Um, I don't know when he died. Oh, here we go. It was pneumonia in 2010. Uh, he had also been abused. Um, Let's read this real quick. Actor now 48 was just a kid himself when he entered the entertainment industry. He earned his earliest uh, TV credit uh, in 1978 at age eight, uh, seven, appearing in a one-off episode of Eight is Enough. Over the course of his career, the California native would go on to star in some of the most beloved things, Gremlins, Goonies, Stand By Me, Lost Boys. In 2013, he, he published Choreography. Man, he's really good with his titles. I'll give him that. Uh, a memoir in which he let the world in. On a painful secret, he had been sexually abused when he was a child star and said his abusers were powerful men in Hollywood. He said his longtime friend and frequent co-star, Corey Haim, who died from pneumonia, had also been abused. Feldman didn't, u didn't use the real names of the alleged abusers in his memoir, something he says he feels guilty about, but now he says he's ready to expose them in a new documentary, My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. It's been a tumultuous and very risky and very scary time period, uh, Feldman told EW, working on the documentary, which will air as a pay-per-view title March 9th and 10th only via the film's website. The last two years have been insurmountable, but I believe that with great risk comes great reward, and I believe the reward in all this, if nothing 
nothing else will be that these guys are finally exposed. I'm hoping that what, what happened to Harvey Weinstein will happen to the multiple victims that will come forward. Uh, and as a result, these guys will finally get indictments and we can put them out of business. Uh, so he's been promoting this all over. There's a lot more to it. You guys can go read up about Corey Feldman. And look, uh, let's get out right at the gate. I don't have a problem with this. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with Corey saying his truth here and, and naming names. Uh, I think, you know, that's his decision where I have uh, a bone to pick is him speaking for Corey Haim after his death. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about. And that's what I, I'm worried. Like, is why is he, why is he bringing Corey Haim into this? Uh, Lewis, before, don't, let's not get into the drama of the screening because there's a lot more to talk about this. But let's just sit here for a minute. And I want your insight. What can you offer sort of about the, about the backgrounds of the Corys and this documentary uh, before we move on to the next chapter in the story? It, this story tells you the importance of how important uh, movie stars were in the 80s and opposed to how important they are nowadays. We're still talking about two 80s superstars. These guys were so big back in their day. They have such a fan base. Unfortunately, this story has become a Jerry Springer show. Um, the more it, the more you learn about it, the more bizarre it gets. Uh, there's Twitter wars. There's uh, there's allegations everywhere. Um, and and it's it's rough, man. It's rough because I like uh, you. I don't have a problem with the documentary being created, but Judy Hames, who's Corey Hames' mother who's still around and surviving cancer um, or battling cancer asked Feldman to please do not uh, use his, her son's name in any documentary to capitalize on it. So that's something you may want to honor or at the very least, maybe offer her uh, five minutes in the documentary. Uh, so we know that she was actually given an opportunity to say her part of it. Uh, there's been allegations of ha of uh, hackers uh, from the screening. There's been a lot of stuff. I don't know if I'm getting off topic. You're getting here. Off to oh, I want to. I want to tease that. But yeah, let, let's get so. Yes, very. Thank you for adding that because that's part of my other my reasoning is the the mom saying leave Corey Haim out of this. Look, if Corey Feldman wants to come forward and name names about his sexual abusers, that's on him. That's his right. I'm not going to stop the guy. Good for him for being at that level where he feels like he can do that. It's a shame he didn't feel that way earlier. Look, I support Corey Feldman in that. So now what happened, though, is he sold tickets to this screening event. He sold screenings to this event for 20 bucks a pop, right, Lewis? $20 a pop. He promised that there was going to be huge names involved, and that's pretty debatable. Yeah. Um, he, so wait, but don't, don't give it away yet. Cause I, but, so, okay. yes, you, you, but you're right. He promised big names were going to be revealed in this documentary, that they'd be destroyed, like Harvey Weinstein style. He charged $20 for this event, and he threw a critic screening in L.A., I believe. Uh, Lewis, correct me if I'm wrong. So they're screening in L.A., yep. and then he was all timed to screen it there and online with this site. So everything's teed up and everyone's seeing Corey Feldman as this hero, which, you know, uh, sure, I see it. I'm okay with it. Uh, and that, so be it. So then the movie starts. 15 minutes into the movie, uh, everyone's waiting with bated breath, sort of like, all right, who are we, who we going to hear? Because, look, let's be honest. I, I'm okay with canceling uh, child molesters. <laughs> like, the, the pedophiles, like, the, the, I think there's no one who's going to disagree with that. Uh, that and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. There's, like, sort of all sides sort of unite and sort of those sort of sort of things, right? So in this, it's like, I think everyone's like, all right, let's let's hear it. Let's get the, the evidence so we can know who's who, who are the rotten apples that really need to be taken out of town. So the movie starts 15 minutes in, and then the, he stops, turns the lights on, and realizes that the site was going, wasn't working. Uh, and then, 
everything goes then haywire. And he walks in and, and then sets up his tech team on the phone, who then sets up this whole thing saying, uh, I'm trying to find the exact uh, uh, wordage of what he said. But um, did you, do, do you know, know, Lewis? You have it? Let's hear it. Uh, I don't have the exact quote, but he blamed a group called uh, the Wolf Pack uh, for hacking the stream. Right. So he he literally he literally showed up on that screening, though, and add to this. But he showed up and announced that the stream wasn't working and it'd be delayed. And then he came back and and someone on the on a speaker phone was like, we don't know what happened. Uh, they hacked us. They they really are there. They've really wrecked the system up. It. it the dialogue is just straight out of a bad movie, like Sandra Bullock's The Net. Look, I don't buy this. I don't buy the hacking. It's it's it all felt like it was adding extra elements because he kept like, see, nobody wants me to reveal these, and it became this very weird thing collecting the cash. And now, uh, to, and then Lewis, I'll, I'll turn to you, and then I want to get Jody's thoughts on this because it's a big setup for the story, but it's a complicated one. Uh, then, so he showed up, and now he's like apologizing because he never streamed it. Now he's blaming hackers. Everyone who paid the $20 are worried that their credit cards were exposed. And now he's issuing apologies. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for purchasing tickets to the truth, my, the rape of two quarries, uh, and, and sh for showing your support for this mission that is so important to me and, sh and every children everywhere. Next, I want to apologize profusely for you, for the experience of you trying to view the film. My team and I are aware of your frustration. As you know, I've put every resource I have, not to mention my own personal security, to make this film and to get it out to you. It seems as if there was a group of people trying to silence me, and this is a very vital cause. I will not let anyone silence me or you any longer. He did screen the film there, and so the, the critics were able to start talking about it uh, in Monday night, uh, but he didn't wasn't able to uh, do it uh, there. Uh, but he's saying it's tragic. I don't know what to say. Feldman told members of the media afterwards, I'm shocked and horrified that something like this could happen. I mean, it's mind-boggling to me that we're, the, that we're vulnerable to this, and that could actually happen. Uh, now he's planning a second streaming, but everyone's just sort of now, obviously the answer is to give everyone who ordered uh, full streaming capability for, la for at least 24 hours. We put a man on the moon. What We can do this. There's no reasonable explanation in 2020 for people who were paid to see this, to not see this. There's several ways you can get this out to us, but there are no attempts to do so. I'm a huge fan, but I'm already starting to feel taken advantage of. Feeling bamboozled here. Why can't you send everyone a, a ticket to link the download? Fans are now getting pissed at Corey. So now we back up. Lewis, any final walk? Because I want to hear Jody's thoughts, and I want to I want to really get into this. But any other sort of final? You, you, so now he's blaming, you're saying the, the wolf pack is what you're saying is now the new excuse? Yeah, and before I continue, I just want to say that uh, today is the 10th anniversary of Corey Haynes passing away. So uh, this was very timed um, stuff, all due respect to Corey Haynes um, and stuff. But uh, yeah, the Wolf Pack is, uh, uh, I was in contact with that person, and I tried to get uh, them on here for this stream. But unfortunately, it's been, it was a back and forth, and they decided to go on uh, someone else's uh, stream but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Andy, I'm sorry. But we tried. Um, yeah, so he's blaming it on these hackers. There's this big mess on, on, on Twitter that it's it's pretty easy to find. Uh, people are turning against the entire documentary and Feldman. And I just think it's very unfortunate such a serious message or topic has to be turned into a Jerry Springer uh, show. And that's, man, I don't know. I don't know why he waited so long. To do this, uh, it, people's imaginations ran wild. They're naming people that have nothing to do with this this thing. There were a few a few names dropped 
um, <clears throat> that were just mistakenly dropped. Yeah, the people that were trying were... to cancel Bob Saget last night. I got like some tweets from fans saying, Andy, can you put him on Hugging the Cactus? Bob Saget's in jeopardy. I was like, I, I looked around for five seconds. like, Bob Saget's fine. <laughs> he's, not, he's not everything. People have figured out that's not what happened. It was some other guy named Bob. Uh, but what, what was revealed, the big, you know, big Hollywood drop was this, was that Corey Feldman accused Charlie Sheen of sexually abusing Corey Haim in the documentary, which Sheen has dismissed as sick, twisted, and outlandish. Now, look, uh, th there's a lot to wait into here, and I want to turn over to you, Jody, because you've been quiet there, and I, I look forward to your thoughts on this, but why are we speaking for Corey Haim and his death? Th there's so many questionable things to talk about here, but the one that triggers me the most, why are you still leaning on and relying on Corey Haim who has passed away and no longer with us. Why are you now revealing and making him in a headline about now Corey Haim's Google is now the latest Corey Haim legacy is that he was sexually abused by Charlie Sheen. Why, how is this helpful? Why are we doing this? This makes no damn sense to me. Jody, I want to turn to you and get some of your thoughts. I have lots more, but what do you, what do you think of all this? Makes a lot of sense to me, bro. I don't see why you don't understand why this is even happening. Uh, Corey Feldman is looking for uh, maybe half divine justice for his fallen friend. Maybe half of it is monetary value. Some part of it is fame. I think it's a mixture of the three. But when your friend dies and nobody can really speak up for that person and his friend is here alive who's kind of went through the similar thing, why would he not speak up for his friend? It's like if my homeboy die and he go out, goes out and he can't speak up for himself, and I know him well enough, I'm going to ride for him. I'm going to speak his truth for him. I'll be the voice for him, to knowing him, to be able to speak and let the world know what he went through. I don't see what the problem with it is. Well, I, where, where I'm troubled, where, where, where I'll say what my problem is, it's like he's not here to say it. And from everything exactly I've heard, like and, and, well, but, but here, so Lewis, back me up because I, I want to get your thoughts. Like you were telling me, like, not only does his mom not want him to do this, where, which when I think when people are gone, when people are gone, it's more, I get it. Like I get the friend defending the friend. I understand that, but he's not defending the friend. The, I, I don't, I don't see evidence of Corey Haim coming forward. I mean, I, I we can't go forward, but in, 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 I, I, it's, this is such a triggering topic. I don't even mean to Charlie Sheen, the accusations. I just mean, did Corey Haim really want this out there? How do I know that? How is this any of my business is where I'm stuck? You know what I mean? Well, I understand. You give up that right. Yeah, but is it respectful? Do you know what I mean? Like well, Corey Haim monetizing. No. Corey Haim is monetizing on releasing a very dramatic and serious thing. And, yeah. and if this is true, God bless him, and this is awful, and, and it is what it is. But the, the problem is we can't prove this is true because he's not here. There's no evidence. Mm. It's all hearsay. It's a very dangerous thing to do. And beyond all of it, where I'm just I'm worried, it's like he's this is for monetary value. He did it in a way where he's charging $20 tickets. He's going against the mother of Corey Haim. And I, I don't know, God, Jody, I think that's sleazy. That, like, even yeah, if he's yeah, his friend. Can I get in there real quick? Go, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I know where Jody's coming from, and this is why you want friends like Jody. He He's telling his fr I get what Jody's saying. He wants, if someone passes away, he's trying to back up his friend. That's what Jody would do, and it's the right thing to do. But what I forgot to mention as well is that uh, Corey Haim did not like Corey Feldman. Uh, they oh. had a huge fallout. Uh, that, I that's a big point. Um, okay. I'll give you guys the exclusive right now. 
that I never mentioned this in front of everybody, but I did have an opportunity to interview Corey Haim, and I was specifically told, and this was towards uh, the, uh, you know, like a, a year before his passing, I was specifically told, do not ask anything about Feldman because he does not like him. He loves his mom, though. I know that for a fact because his mom was at the event I was at, and we were managing the event. And uh, Corey Haim went up to me and goes, hey, man, I would like to go shopping here. I like these toys. I want to collect some stuff. But could you please watch, have somebody watch my mom? I don't want her to be alone. That speaks volumes to me, meaning him and his mom had a, were bonded, and you could even see it in the 911 call when he passed away. They were friends. The Feldman situation is kind of weird. So I kind of side with the mom here uh, where like, hey, she's cool with him saying his truth, Feldman's truth. Please leave my mom, my uh, son out of it. That is a different. Uh, that changes thing. a lot then because I thought they were boys. They were friends. And you know what I'm saying? He went out in 2010. Lots of photos together. They've done interviews together. I thought they were really tight. So if they, they, had they a, were they, not just, cool. so just so we're clear, like it was a, it was an on and off again. And that's where I'm, tr I'm troubled with this because, dude, Jody, you're right. Like, and, and it's like, if something like this, if I found out this happened to you and you told me in, in crying moments and I, and, it, and he, he breaks it down and says other peoples are talking, I, I get it. I'm not trying to like, you know, minimize that. I want to make sure I'm being clear. Like if this happened, this is horrible. Right. And we got to do something about it. But I, I have trouble because of the way he's doing it. I, it makes me not believe his motivations, sadly. He's trying to get paid, baby. Yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to get paid. paid and he got no money. Getting yeah. paid on the tragedy of of this story, it's, it's kind of gross. I mean, well, now, now I'm looking at it from this standpoint. If they're not cool and they did have a falling out towards the end and now he's dead... Why the freak not? Freak this motherfucker, bro. Since I know him, I'm about to get money off this dead motherfucker. Freak what the mama think. And that's what he's doing now. I remember in 2017, he went to the Dr. Oz show, and he wanted $10 million just to make his movie. This motherfucker been wanting money. He's a, a clock chaser. He got an empty bank account. He got motivations. But even more so than why he's doing this, it's like, freak you then. He's basically saying, freak you, pay me. Even more for a reason for him to do this. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like, I, I, I don't want to say that he wasn't molested or any of these things. Like, I, I don't know enough, and I got to watch the doc. I haven't seen it for the record. These are all you know stuff based on what we're hearing and as it's coming in because this is a, a news story. But I, it's like it starts to put things in doubt where I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I, look, I, I'm, I understand you got to make a living. The dude's not working as much. I, I, I get it. But t to monetize this in that way. It's it's scary now. At the same time, I'm trying to like play devil's advocate, right? This is the change our mind show. We should be trying to change right. each other's mind. Like, there's a part of me that's like, well, no, Andy, come on, be realistic. Like, once he drops these names in theory, he's never going to work again. Like, this might be the nest egg he needs to sort of like he's going to put it all out there, but he's got to have something to sort of fall back on when he's not ever going to work because no one in town's going to hire him if it, if this goes awry. Does that justify it? Like, I'm I'm having trouble monetizing. If this was all Corey Feldman's accusations. That, I, whatever he can do what he wants but to bring in a dead man your supposed friend to bring him in against his family's wishes which remember the family's the one who's suffering right now right the family is the is i don't care about my friends I, all my friends better shut the f up when i'm dead and do whatever the hell my family wants because they're more important to me than anybody and anybody's going against my family to make a quick buck i'm sorry that's not cool with me so that that's where I'm triggered on this, and why it's, I, I want to have these conversations because it's like I mean, it I've never had a problem with Corey you. Feldman until this, and now I'm like, it what do I believe? Cool you, we talk about millions of dollars at stake here, bro. Like, you think Corey Feldman gives a freak what we think, bro? If he's gonna cash out, he's gonna cash out. Yeah, maybe morally, ethically, it's not right, 
But what the heck? Who the heck are we? It's like me and Grace Randolph. Say me and Grace Randolph kicked it a little bit. And I got to know her a little bit. And then we had our falling out. Because you know I hate her guts. I can't stand her. She's a freaking liar. And if she dies and freaking I could if I feel like being a me too motherfucker, I'm gonna freaking make up a story about Grace Randolph being raped by somebody too. Fucking to echo that, where the hell are the super chats? Come on, guys, we're delivering serious intense <laughs> drama here. And I don't see one show of support with cash. Come on, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. Like, uh, I get it. We're, he needs to make a living. He, but... has, he has an excuse either way. If we go with what Lewis says, they had a falling out, he could say, freak this dead motherfucker, I'm about to cash out on his dead name. Now, if he's tight with him and he loved him before he died, he's basically could say, well, I'm riding for my dude. He was molested by Charlie Sheen, and I'm going to speak his truth because he can't speak it for himself. He wins either way. But one thing's for sure. Let me be clear about my stance on here. Corey Feldman, in my opinion, is a boy who cried wolf, lying piece of shit. I think he's a scumbag motherfucker who's trying to fluff his bank account because I saw him on that Dr. Oz show when it was live, like when it was new. He was, and Dr. Oz was like, why do you need the money then? If you have all these names of people who molested you, assaulted you, why do you need the money? Why? Why don't you just out them now? Well, because, you know, I'm like, man, get this boy off the, this dude just wants money to do, he's full of shit. They don't want to be clear on that point. Yeah, look, and that's and that's now it's all. This is where it's struggling because I haven't had a problem with Corey Feldman until this. And and look, making money is making money. But I'm I, look, even I, I'm I I don't want to. It's weird. I said that as a joke. People are like, that's it's fine. I don't need super chats right now. But the point is like that that is not a time to ask for super chats. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine. Corey Feldman sitting up there like, all right, I'm going to tell you who assaulted my friend, but I need 10 Super Chats before I do it. That's freaking gross. That's freaking gross. Like, this is an entertainment show. I can do it. He, you can't do that, though, when you're speaking about your dead friend and accusing Charlie Sheen, which is a big deal. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Is, I, is there any law being broken here, though? The Me Too movement that we hate, like my, my, the girl who basically said the man raped her at 14 and she was really in detail and graphic with it, that's wrong because that's criminal, right? This man is dead. Like, he's basically lying on a dead man, potentially. There's really no crime in that. Well, he's, accusing, for, he's accusing Charlie Sheen, right? So that, right, that's right, a whole right. separate so now, part of it. I guess we'll talk about that eventually. We're going to get to the accusations, right? Yeah, I mean, it was... Charlie Sheen cannot defend himself. Have you heard him speaking lately? He, well, he did. He made a comment. So he, 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 right? he, 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 he said, well... He's bad, man. He has categorically denied ever engaging in improper behavior with Haim. These sick, twisted, and outlandish allegations never occurred, period, Sheen said in a statement provided to EW. Uh, but let's, so let's go through these accusations because it, it's going to – and a warning, we're going to get demonetized clearly. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm preparing because this is, this is shit is going to – so for real. And, and I say that seriously because if, you if you're triggered by sort of stuff like this, now's the time to bow out or mute us and I'll, I'll wave you back in. Uh, but there is sort of a – so here's what happened. All right, so this wasn't like one time he said in passing. It was like, oh, by the way, this happened. He went into great detail, crying Feldman says in the documentary about him. He died of pneumonia in 2010. He told me Charlie bent me over and between two trailers and put Crisco oil in my butt and raped me in broad daylight. Anybody could have walked by. Anybody could have seen it. Uh, Haim was 13. Sheen was 19 when they worked on Lucas. Several other people featured in the documentary also claimed either Haim directly told them he had been abused by Sheen as a child or that they had heard word from it from years later. He shared with me on that set of Lucas that he was raped as a little boy. Feldman's ex, Susanna Sprague, said in the documentary, uh, which was produced by Feldman. He told me that it was his co-star. He told me that it was Charlie Sheen that did it, she alleged. Uh, and the doc named three men he'd previously accused of sexual 
sexual abuse. John Grissom, an actor who had a small role in License to Drive and Dream of a Little Dream, co-starring Feldmanheim, Nightclub owner Al Alfie Hoffman, a former talent manager, Marty Weiss, uh, and, and a former talent ma manager, Marty Weiss. Uh, he also said Dominic Brassia, a former actor and one-time friend of both Corey's, who died in 2018, had sexually abused Haim. Um, so Root Grissoms did not previously deny the allegations, and it's not me. I'm sick and tired of saying that. No one ever listens. So goddammit, I'm not repeating anymore, he reportedly wrote. Uh, Hoffman did not, has not publicly addressed the allegations since uh, Feldman named him on the Dr. Oz show, and EW has been unable to reach him. Weiss has also previously denied the allegation, writing on Twitter. Corey Haim would, not, would never grandstand sex abuse. Uh, Corey Haim would never grandstand sex abuse for profit, nor would he throw innocent names around due to personal vendettas. The fact that Feldman use, uses me to convince people that Corey Haim was was a sex fiend. It's horrific and exposes both his jealousy of Haim and Corey Feldman's friendship with me. Uh, so anyway, so th that's there. There you go. Um, that that's not a you know it's not to be taken lightly. I I, I that if that happened, that's horrific. But again. I want you guys have to make up your own mind. That's the information we have. That's the accusation that's been put out in the documentary. Uh, a serious, a serious thing, but it's like Corey Haim's not here to say anything. Sheen is now denying it. And how it's harder for me to take it seriously when I see Feldman out there going against Haim's family's wishes uh, and, and doing it for monetary value. Jody, Lewis, commoners, wh what are we supposed to believe in this? Because this is a tough one, right? Because it's like, look, I, if this happened, this is wrong. We got it. We got to defend him. Uh, but this is and this is a topic I'm sure a lot of people aren't even want to talk about because it's freaking complicated, right? Uh, what what do we do? Well, we can report on it. It's going to happen no matter what. I think it's our job uh, in the entertainment uh, industry, just our little you know community we have compared to the uh, you know the grand scale of things. Uh, people may not want us to talk about it, but I think it's our. I think we're doing a good thing here, talking about it and letting people make up their own minds and maybe change other people's minds, like the show is. But yeah, it's it's man, you know, people have a dream, right? And these two kids in the 80s had a dream. And there's a huge possibility that they were taken advantage of. And they went through with it because they wanted to fulfill the dream. And back then, that dream was even bigger than nowadays. So so if, I, hope th I hope the entire thing is not true. It sounds gross. It sounds disgusting. It sounds outlandish, brutal, and very hurtful. And fans are hurt, and they want to take a side... And, and stuff like that. But just remember, when you're a child, when you're a teenager, your dream is there and you someone may have tried to take advantage of you for that. That's that's brutal even to think about, man. That's no, what I'm gonna Absolutely. About. You're you're hundred percent spot on. That's why this is tough. And so it's I, I'm I'm frustrated with Feldman on the delivery of it, right? Because it it's such a serious topic that I don't know, that though that's the topic you can't monetize. We Am I right, Jody? Yeah, uh, I, I um so there's a couple of things that I want to say. So uh, I could believe both sides of that scenario that you just read, Andy. I could believe that Corey Feldman was jealous of Corey Hine for getting his butt raped by Charlie Sheen that he made this up just to get back at him. I could honestly believe that. I can also believe that, and I think about these 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 white. Uh, pretty boy, teenage, 1980s, 1990s heartthrobs. Macaulay Culkin is one of them. They're all left up in the head. There's something, where there's smoke, there's fire, bro. I think that these white, 
these white boys, bro, have been introduced to Hollywood producers, directors, go to these parties, and I know that they've been exposed to some stuff. I can also believe that all of these kids have been touched by somebody, bro. I could believe the Crisco story. I could believe that either side. I could believe that he was actually touched and all that. They were all freaking molested. Macaulay Culkin, too, because Macaulay Culkin, he got a nice, good, solid zipper on his lips. Macaulay Culkin could blow some shit up if he wants to. But I'll say that Hollywood is sick and effed up. I understand it, and I could believe that side. But I could also believe the side that Corey Feldman's making everything up, and he was just jealous because he himself wasn't getting the attention from Charlie Sheen and other producers in Hollywood. It's an effed up world we live in, bro. Either side, I could see both of them being true. I'd rather believe both than deny one. Right, and that you, – well, it's interesting because uh, Corey Haim might have said this as – for some reason we don't know because, again, he's not here to sort of say it. And w- the only reason I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm bringing this up because I, I want I, people need to talk about it because one, we need to be educated and know what the accusations are. Uh, but what I'm frustrated is like, I don't know if Corey Haim wanted us to know this, right? There's some things you tell your friends in private and there's some things you're like, you know what? I don't want my family to deal with that. I want to take that to the grave. And I think when someone monetizes a secret, whether he, now to be clear and Lewis back me up, I think, but he is, yeah. Corey Feldman is claiming that, oh yeah, Corey Haim wanted me to say this. He gave me complete permission to say this. And That's of course possible. he's saying that. So sure, it's possible. But you know, hearing Lewis's story of like, yeah, no, Kame didn't really love Feldman that much anymore. Right. I, it's hard for me to know. Like, well, what did Kame really want? I, and the fact that Feldman's making money off of this accusation is where yeah. this all gets. This is this gets wonky for me because it's like, come on, man, you should you should be knowing better that this is not that story should not be with a twenty dollar price tag to hear it. That story needs to be told so that we can make sure we do the right thing and honor Corey Haim and what happened to him and not have you put some money in your pocket. That's gross. Uh, it's, right. it's super gross. So that, that's why I'm struggling with the story because look, I absolutely agree. You don't have word gross out there. How gross is it to betray somebody I already don't like who's dead for millions of dollars? I mean, I guess I'm a gross motherfucker too. Cause I'll do it too. You wait. So <laughs> you would betray the, the your, you, absolutely. You, you somebody would, I don't like, yeah, but Somebody you got like keyword. I, when I tarnish someone's name who's dead that I don't like for millions of dollars with a lie, yeah, I would. I would. Absolutely. I mean, well, the reason I wouldn't is because it happened to me, and it, and it's not because of me; it's because of my family. Like, what people don't realize when you tarnish a name, true, or are you talking about? Being I'm talking about yourself? my own thing. Like, my point is like when you tarnish a name, who cares? About, that. Who cares about my name when you tarnish someone's name like Corey Haim? It's the family that's affected. So you're making money off of making that family more miserable than they already are. So that's where I can't. I, I can't agree with it. I, I look. I, I'm. I, I'm not going to judge you for it. <laughs> but no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make shit up. I'm not going to make shit up for money. I. That, I I'm not going to do that. Millions of dollars. We're not talking about ten. I don't think he's making millions of dollars. I bet you he made ten grand off of those well, pre-sales. Well, I'm under the assumption that he he wanted ten million dollars for the film. Let's assume it's ten million dollars, right? He wanted ten million. That was his goal to make the movie. Well, apparently the documentary has been made, so maybe he got his ten million dollars. I don't know, but for $10 million, I will absolutely slain the name of an enemy of mine who's dead. I'm sorry. I'll do well, it. Look, I, 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 the way you're saying that, I'm not going to be mad at you because it's like, sure, there's a couple people. But again, what I'm trying to just say is like, you got to be careful because you may be slaying that enemy, but your slaying will affect a lot of innocent people who don't want to be, you know, affected with it. So that's so that, true. That's, that, true. that's, that's true. where I, I, that's where and I, that's something up. I would have to carry with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I, so I look, I, I, that's your thing. Uh, I wanted I, to add something that I, I think is yeah. important. 
um, is that Corey Haim's mom denies, uh, says that the accusations to Ashian did not, uh, the that did not happen. According How to her, well, she says that her she had an open relationship with her son, and her son would have told her. And so this combined with that they him and his mom were tight to, towards the end. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I, believe, I believe even if even if Hayden told his mom he was raped, I believe the mom would have stayed quiet, quiet for hush money, just like all the rest of the parents who've been quiet all of these years in the history of Hollywood. Uh, you think Hein Feldman, Macaulay Culkin, you think this shit started in the 80s? Man, this shit go way back. No, I mean, look. The, minutes, look I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, look at the Catholic Church, if we're really being honest, right? It's yeah, terrifying. Come on, but, ups, please. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. There's there's stuff going down in Hollywood for men and for women, for girls, for boys. It's ter- it's it's awful. Uh, but, what you know, going back to this this these quotes again in this article, look, I, I'm going to believe the mom or over I am going to believe the ex-wife. Because, <laughs> again, you know, I don't know the relationship, but, you know, it's an ex-wife for a reason. There's probably some drama there. Uh, it's easy for Corey Feldman to get some support from an ex if they don't get along. Uh, yep. Who knows what's happening there? So, again, you got to look at all the pieces. I, and I'm not maybe they did got along. Some do. Uh, but, again, you got to look at every little piece and understand, well, where is this all coming from? Where, did they, where was the relationship? And, again, why it's all strange to me uh i do want to I, I i've been trying to i waiting for an, a good time to thank you guys for the support i saw some of it come in uh married to film thank you so much for that uh great conversation guys didn't know they had a falling out looks bad on feldman uh uh jen she's saying there's a he's talking about the election i, I thank you but I'm, i don't want to get into elections right now let's not talk about the, the debates <laughs> uh i'm just trying to hide it's like people can go look that up if you want we're talking about other stuff uh k dots thanks k dots good to see you my pronouns are black super cyan Sci- how do you say that Cyan? Cyan? I don't know. I, I, is that a Dragon Ball thing? Black Super Cyan, good to be here. Uh, oh, oh Cyan. Thank you. Cyan. Uh, thank you, K-Dots. Uh, and then uh, Shinsel from Chowder, thank you for the shocked face. Uh, I'm not going to try and guess what that was for. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for coming in and, and having this conversation. And, and try to keep it civil. I, I, look, this is a this is more serious. Uh, but look, I want to talk about everything. we got to talk about everything. And we got to so be real with you. Let's talk about it. Do we look, Charlie? Uh, I hate I hate speculating on th- accusations like this, but let's talk about it. Charlie Sheen has done a lot of weird stuff, right? Oh, and he's yeah. had a lot of drugs and things in his past. Tiger blood. Tiger blood. Dudes now has HIV, and and that's and I don't say that to judge, but like rumors of was he sleeping around giving that to other people, which is about as horrific as it gets. So the look, number one cause of HIV transmission, I believe, was homosexual uh, intercourse, wasn't it? Wasn't that the lead? Uh, I don't know the facts, but I'm not going to say it's not. But my my point, what, uh, um, my point being, like, look, the guys had some past. Now, that doesn't mean you know you say, well, that guy's a, a slut means he's a child pedophile, you know, a pedophile. He's so, also a perfect target for accusations because the guy seems kind of brain dead. So how's he going to defend himself? That that statement you read earlier is probably written for him. The guy is brain dead. As a black, gay, and bisexual man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you in, but the, the number one HIV carrier are uh, gay and bisexual black men. Okay, there you go. Now we know. Knowing is half the battle. Um, but look, Charlie Sheen has a lot yeah. of drama and baggage on him. Uh, look, I don't, I don't want to pile on more, but this is a yeah. serious charge. Um, I don't think anything's going to come from it unless other people come forward. But I feel like a lot of people have come forward. And most people who came forward were women talking about three ways and all the stuff he did. Uh, so this is new. This is new information um, that happened. But uh, 
did Charlie Sheen do a lot of stuff? Yeah. So is that going to make people doubt him? Sure. But should we wait? You know, I, I guess the question is, is this enough evidence for you? Do, is this enough facts for you guys or in the comments to suddenly say, all right, Charlie Sheen, what's up? Yeah. The court of law for me. The court of law for me. Because there's a lot of accusations that just get thrown around. Feldman's at fault a little bit. He waited six, whatever, 20 years, 16 years. I'm going to show you. I'm going to talk about it. Give me $20. I'm going to do it. I need $10 million. So he created this, this window where people's imaginations ran wild. Yesterday we went live about this situation and the chat was full of like names that I've never even heard of before, like involved with this situation. So Feldman put himself in this situation where he's got to be questioned. So that's, that's, uh, you know, court of law, man, that that's what we have to do. A lot of people get accused and they're innocent. I like yesterday. What if it's a mistake? Like, uh, uh Bob, uh, Saget, what was his name? Yeah. 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 Well, it's true. Charlie uh, Sheen's sort of an easy target in that way too. Like, of, oh, of course, Charlie Sheen would do that. Cause we assume he's done everything. Uh, but in, in court, <laughs> yeah. shouldn't there be a, shouldn't there be a court of law for Charlie Sheen too, Jody? What do you think? I mean, there should absolutely be a court of law for Charlie Sheen. And I'm going to be honest, man. I like Charlie Sheen very much. So I like his personality. I like some of the, the films he's done. I just like him. I like that he's a, a straight shooter for the most part. I like Charlie Sheen. I feel bad that this has come up on his name. I really do. But I'm going to be a hundred. i got to be honest here. I'm looking at these statistics here, and I'm looking at, uh, we were talking about the, the uh, HIV. And even though I did tell you that African-American, gay, and bisexual men is the number one, coming in at number two is uh, Latino, gay, and bisexual man. Coming in at number three is white gay and bisexual men so the top three are is, is all gay the gay people have and then it drops tremendously when it gets to heterosexuality so hiv is carried mostly through uh homosexual contact so we're looking at these statistics combined with that charlie sheen will pretty much put his cock in anything when high on that cocaine and whatever the freak else he's taking when his strippers and bimbos up in there bro you put a cock in his face he'll suck it i just honestly believe that when you're high, you're coked up, you're doped up, who knows what else the freak he was taking. You mean to tell me that if their little boy was around there, this fool, this fool lives on the edge, bro. I definitely believe Charlie Sheen done did this shit. I do. There's no benefit of the doubt with a coke head, uh, 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 while living. He held a conference just talking to... Dude's lost his noodle. So, uh, absolutely, man. Even though I like Charlie Sheen, I really do. But I definitely... When I heard Crisco coming out on someone's butt and then inserting it. What you doing with Crisco in your pocket? That's some shit that Charlie Sheen would have in his pocket, bro. I'm just sorry. I believe it. Who, why would Charlie Sheen have Crisco in his pocket? I don't know what that is. What, yeah, it's what like is a, Charlie it's, Sheen would have that? For cooking. So, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Charlie Sheen ever cooking, ever. So I'm, I, I, I was hearing you until you said that. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Sheen doesn't even know what Crisco is. Yeah, now, he knows what Crisco is for not cooking, though. No, you get Vaseline or lube or something. Crisco is a very weird detail, and I don't want to humorize it because if it's real, it's effed up of us for making a joke out of it. Yeah. But, but but my point is, like, you lost me on Charlie Sheen knows what Crisco is. Charlie Sheen has a million maids and cooks and ex-wives who did all that for him, I'm sure. 1980s Charlie Sheen. We're not talking about... Yeah, uh, look, no, look I, let me. So let me share. You're right. So the, where I'm trying, look, I'm gonna stand by this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna die on it because of what I went through. 
I need more facts. I need, I, I'm with Lewis. I want to see the court. I want to see the court facts more of it because I think you just got to in this Are day you and age. Believing or but, convicting? Because I need the facts for conviction as well. But I believe well, that Charles did this. Well, I, what I was going to say was I, I, I can see why people would believe it is what I'm, was okay. what I was getting at. I, I think Charlie Sheen has put himself in a place that sadly the drugs, everything that he's admitted to that we've seen, it does put him as an easy target that I'm yeah. not going to just say, no way, he would never do that. So in that regard, sure, I can understand why people are going to be quick to judge him. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can't I can't just convict and, and cancel him out because based now, off I wouldn't of, convict him. I wouldn't do it either. I can't convict and cancel him off allegations either. I'm not at that point, but I do believe that he did it. So, you know, I think we need to hear more facts. I, and, I, and if this is real, then something needs to be done about it. But in the meanwhile, I, look, it doesn't help me. Uh, he got man. Let him go. He's going to be gone soon. Yeah, man. And, I I just, I, and I just wish, I wish if this was real, uh, I, and I, I hope it's not real, but you know what I mean? If this was real, I just wish Corey Feldman hadn't uh, tried to make money off of it. It, it that That's... That's rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you want to kill your enemy, I get it. You want to you do something. But this is more than just that. This is going to affect the family. This is now his, Corey Hames' footnote on his career of, oh, yeah, he was potentially, allegedly molested with Crisco by Charlie Sheen. I, don't, I wouldn't want that on my as my last thing, to know that it gave Corey Feldman 20 more bucks. Dude, that would piss me off as a dead man. Like, that, that, that is why I'm getting mad because it's like, what are you doing, Corey? Feldman, if this was real, don't cheapen it like that. Like, be real about it and do it for the right reasons. I, I, that's where I, That's what makes me worry that could any of this even be real, that, that he's doing it. it. It puts everything into doubt. And so I'm not as quick to sort of condemn everyone because I feel like we got to condemn Corey Feldman a little bit just for the way he did it. I'm going to dismiss this with this chick is saying here. But it just, I just want to put it out there. We know about what the ex-wife said about it, the situation. She she spoke on the actual rape allegations three years ago about a rape, uh, raping Corey Hain. Apparently, this is not the first time. This is not breaking news. It's a 2017 article where uh, Charlie Sheen was accused of raping Corey Hain. Correct. I mean, uh, this is all old not- news. So everything he charged everyone for was all old news that he repackaged. That makes me even more frustrated. It's like, what is well, Charlie Sheen's ex-wife is saying... Basically, he did a lot of bad things to a lot of good people. He's really, he always gets away with the things that he does. He acts out and lashes out and he gets away. And if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a mother freaking duck. She's the ex-wife. She probably got some vendetta. I'm just throwing it out there. And uh, there's footage from the, the screening last night, which was at the Actors Guild of America on Sunset. And he's, uh, Corey Feldman uh, stated that the major news network, one of the major news networks, he did not name which one, had sent the reporter there or was assigned, uh, scheduled a reporter to go. And when they saw the actual documentary, because they demanded a documentary screener, they, they canceled at the last minute saying, there's no story here. This is all old. So that's why he didn't have uh, some of the, you know, this is all old news. Just like Jody uh, spoke about the Sheehan thing is old news um, and the other people as well. So some networks uh, canceled because they were like, that is redundant. So this whole thing is going down off some shit that came out three years ago. Yeah. And and any that he charged for it, it's weird. I want to call it a comment because I saw Chris Andrews makes a fair point, but I want to address it. Uh, So let's see here. Uh, I can, I I can promise you that Corey Haim, uh, my thing just re- sorry one second uh, uh, I hit the wrong F1 button and then it re- he says I can promise you that Corey Hain doesn't give a shit being dead 
tends to make a person not give a shit about anything ever again. Yeah. So look, th- thank you. Uh, that that's fair, right? But again, I, I'm not speaking about me. If I'm dead, I don't care. I care about my family. You guys got to remember that the, the, the cancellation. I, I'm going through it. I just I just did. I'll, I'm going to drop this exclusive. I just had a fascinating conversation with Richard Hatch of Survivor. It's a two part episode where he he just tears the whole show. The host drops nice. receipts. It's intense. What what happened to this guy? It's just you're just like. Damn, even the tax evasion, I'm wondering, did CBS help sort of make that happen to shut him up? Uh, there's so much to it. But So my point is, like, as I talked to him and Kaylin from last week and all these people I've engaged with, it's not about us. It's about our families that have to take the hit, too. Like, I'm doing one eventually with uh, about Michael Jackson, which is another heated topic, which we'll get into. But talking to that, that, that family, like, it, it puts a new perspective when you realize it's not just affecting you. It's affecting the people who are still mourning and trying to move forward and share that last name, right? And when a guy's dead, like, they don't want to have that. So I, I, that's that's where I'm just – I'm frustrated by all this because I, I, I want to think about everybody involved, not just the person – uh, you know, in it. And I think the, the fact that it's monetized, the fact that Corey Ham's not here to sort of give his blessing on making this reveal, it all reads a little uh, crazy to me. And now the fact that we know this is all was old news that he charged his fans for, are we really on board with this? No, no, that's crazy. This guy's got some cojones to host this whole entire event and do this shit off of some old news. But what, what's even crazier is that, you know, people bought it. Maybe they didn't know it was old news, but dang, man. Uh, it's just freak this guy. He, he, he's trying to get paid, bro. He is just trying to get paid. I literally do not think that he would say no if I offered him 10 Gs to give me a, a blowjob. I think he would do it. He's at that point. I think he's at that point. So I, I, I need to look. I'm looking at him in the same light that I'm looking at Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I, I swear, bro. Corey Feldman's just, he looks like a dopehead, too. He looked like he off the rocks, bro. He looked like he freaking does meth and shit. He always look, he looks sickly and stuff. I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like he's just trying to get, I think a lot of people just buying into this whole entire thing to purchase it and to witness it. I knew he was full of shit when he went on Doctor's, Dr. Oz to get 10 mil. And that's how I knew something was off. Uh, and also, I apologize. Someone, I didn't notice. I just saw it, but there was an echo. I wish someone had super chatted me earlier, but I, I, hopefully the echo's gone. I, and my wide shot, I had the NDI extra thing. So I hope that audio wasn't terrible. The whole show. Now it should be clean. Uh, anyway, as we wrap up the show, because I know Jody's got a screening to go to, I have another topic I want to try and make. Uh, I got, this. I got, uh, I got about another twenty minutes. Okay, because I didn't say I got, I got one. I can, a, a news story I could jump to, but some person who throws down something and wants to, to change this topic to where you guys want. You guys are in control of that, so let me know if someone wants to push us. Let's try and have let's let's end this stream with a little bit more uh, fun now that we've sort of gone through well, all this. Note. Let's end on a high note. Uh, the the news that just broke that I'll talk about until someone sends me a better uh, story uh, was this, uh, which was uh, hold on, Lewis uh, disappearing for a second. Uh, so they're now uh, Karen Kusama. I don't know how to say it, is directing a new Dracula film for Bloomhouse. So now because Invisible Man did well, uh, we're now now Bloomhouse is obviously getting into the game of Dracula and attempting to redo the MonsterVerse, which Tom Cruise and the Mummy yeah. did terribly. Uh, but look, if Bloomhouse can reinvent the classic monsters in this sort of way that they did with Invisible Man, I'm on board for this. Jody, what are you are you against this? Is this a fight or do we agree? I am for it with an asterisk. Um, you got away with it with Invisible Man, but you will not get away with it with Dracula. You need to abandon the incredibly small budget and deliver top quality CGI 
for something like Dracula. You need to put the budget down. Stop playing with these $9 million budgets and come up to at least $30, $35 million for something like Dracula. Some of these characters need money. And Invisible Man has some terrible CGI elements, bro. And, you know, we give it a pass because it was so suspenseful. But you ain't getting away with that shit with Dracula. Time to up the budget, Blumhouse. Yeah, I mean, uh, it depends what the take is. Did you guys watch the Netflix one on uh, the new Dracula from yeah, the guys I from Sherlock? I did. I, I had trouble getting through it all. The first episode was better, <laughs> and then it, get, it got really stupid near the end. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's like how do you reinvent that one? It's going to be tough. Invisible Man doesn't have, like, ones to compare it to that I feel like are like, oh, damn, you can't, ta you can't touch it. Uh, I, I don't know how you're going to reinvent Dracula in, in an interesting way. But I, I do like this. Rest a little bit, uh, wait a little bit before I end. This time, will, will there be a Dracula in the Dracula movie? Because I didn't see an Invisible Man in the Invisible Man movie. It was Tony Stark going crazy and he invented this. <laughs> will there be an Invisible Man? I mean, will there be a Dracula in the Dracula movie? Or is it a guy that just steals blood uh, to, I don't know, just because he gets off on it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, I just want them to eventually get to a version of Monster Squad. Uh, that, that I'm on for. So if we get, as we, as we mentioned today, uh, that, that would be pretty awesome. All right. Well, look, here's, here's another news I just found that just dropped as you, as you guys talked, cause I'm trying to fill up some time to give us some light. Judy, have you seen a monster squad? I have not. Ooh, Dude, you gotta, Wolfman's got nards. Yeah. You got to look at it through the eighties perspective though. Cause it's probably really dated, but if, do you like Goonies by any chance? Do I like Goonies? Is the sky blue? <laughs> ah, Goonies with monsters. Probably a little oh. bit of budget. Oh so, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. You make you put a shame black. It's fun. Yeah, it's shame. Yeah, it's it's oh, fun. Okay. It's a it's a good eighties uh like eighties shame black PG thirteen eighties family. Yeah, yeah, it's it's solid. I, I loved it as a kid. It was always on HBO. Uh, but here, how about this new information I just saw over in Slash Film? Uh, this was broke on the wrap. Here we go. Robert Orchi to write an untitled Spider-Man spinoff movie. Uh, let's see here. Amazing Spider-Man 2. You love this, Jody, because you love Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, oh. Writer Robert Orchie has been tapped to write an as-yet-untitled Spider-Man spinoff movie. The rap has exclusively learned. Details about what the project specifically is or which Marvel character is being kept under wraps, but Orchie will be part We're of the Sony Spider-Man universe, which is not part of the MCU, uh, which could be Nightwatch, Silk, uh, Venom, Silver, and Black. Morbius, obviously, is already happening. Uh, what do we think? Do we, look, what, what are our thoughts on the Sony Spider-Verse that's not I attached mean, to Marvel? So it's basically, so what's going on here is we're at, we're at a banquet. All right, Lewis, you represent uh, uh, Marvel. Uh, 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 Andy, you're DC, and I, I'll be the lowly Sony. Okay. What's going on here is we're at a banquet. My man Lewis and his big village brings the, the, the steak, the beef to the potluck with a gang of potatoes because they, they are booming over there. And then Andy, he's coming with the, the corn. He's coming with the wheat, the barley. Mm. He's coming with all the grain that we need to this feast to make it all come together. And I'm the guy who gets peas. I I'm a pea peas. plant farm. I love I'm peas. a pea plant farmer, right? I got peas. I, and no one farms peas like my clan. And I'm bringing the best peas that I can to this banquet, baby. And I'm making pea soup, making pea pie. I'm making pea ice cream pops. I'm doing the most that I can with my peas. But they just peas, right? So you're like, let that man do whatever he can with his peas. You and Andy making jokes about me. <laughs> let him have his peas. He can do whatever he wants. He can get his creative... 
That's what Sony's doing. They got Spider-Man. You guys got Marvel and DC, Justice League and Avengers, and all they have is their wheel Spider-Man. You best believe they're going to stretch that shit thin. Craven, Mobius, Silver Spectre, Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, Spider-Spider, Spider-Lad, Spider-Ling. They're going to stretch that shit. They're doing it. Go ahead and do it. Just I hope the movies don't suck. Well, as a veggie, I love peas. So you lost me there, but I hate peas. Was delicious. No, peas was good. Was good. I like peas. I love peas. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, that very valid, very good analogy. Uh, I just, I, I want them, I want them to sort out things, Marvel and Sony, so there can be more crossovers. I do, uh, but I don't know. I worry they're going to get greedy. I wish they would just focus on Spider Verse. Like that's the world. I wish they would. Why can't you mesh? the live action with the animated and use your Spider-Verse thing, which was, to me, the best Spider-Man they've ever made, and figure out a way to just have to- Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and then an animated Peter Parker, to sh- you know, I mean, uh, Miles Morales, uh, show up and be like, what's going on? There- there's so many ways you could creatively figure out how to launch that and use it as a way to build things that I wish they would be doing more of that uh, or create a-, a live action Miles. Though That's the direction I feel like they wish I wish they could go to let them do this new path with this like weird foot in the MCU without admitting that it's the MCU just feels like a little greedy, a little lazy, but we shall see. Uh, Lewis, am I the only one? What do you, what do you think? I think Jody has some great peas uh, because, <laughs> because uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man one and two, among fire. My, fire, right? Yeah. And Spider-Verse still the best Spider-Man for in my book, I mean, and I love those movies, the score, the emotion, uh, everything, man. I just, it, it spawned the superhero uh, films. Some people will say it's X-Men, but if you look at the first X-Men, the budget was eh. Spider-Man came in with Sam Raimi in 20, uh, 2002, blew everybody away, even beat Star Wars in the box office. That was uncalled for back then. Then all the studios started investing in in the in the comic book genre, uh, X Men Two, you could tell the budget was way higher, so it influenced everyone. So, uh, Jody still has the best uh, food, in my opinion. Well, so, and we, it, we should we should mention though that this Robert Orchie is also a mixed bag because look at the, look at his credits, right? We got to go through. Uh, <laughs> let's let's go back, right? So Xena and Hercules. And then he did Alias, and then he did the the oh. Island. Michael Bay is the Island, and he did Legend of Zorro, and then Mission Ooh, Impossible Three. Hold up, <laughs> <laughs> this man know what he's talking about. Mission Impossible Three, which I actually did like. I think that's an Let's underrated one. And then we got Transformers, which is like, eh, but I guess the, the first, first one, one, first one's not bad. First, and then we had the first, uh, the first one, yeah, yeah. And then we had yeah. Star. Then we had Star Trek. So it's like, woo, Star Trek. All right. All right, I love Star Trek. And then Revenge of the Fallen. Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen. And it's like, oof, okay, okay, paycheck. And then it was Cowboys and Aliens. Ooh. And then it was then it was Star Trek into Darkness. Ooh. And then it was Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then Star Trek Beyond. And now he's writing now he's writing Sleepy Hollow for TV and Hawaii Five O because he went to TV because he's like, oh, I'm not doing well. That's a good history, bro. So it's a it's a mixed bag there. A lot of people are saying he sucks, but as I was looking through uh, as I was looking through, it's like it's not as terrible, but he did also produce the mummy. Cena and Hercules back in the day, he was a writer on there. Today on TV, uh, oh, he was also the uh, t- uh, he's a, he was ex- executive producer and Louis, uh, yeah, he did he, did, he did, wrote he wrote uh, thirteen episodes of Hercules and one episode of Xena. Oh, she you, yeah. man, he, man, that she sound fire to me. Everything you name was fire until you got to uh, uh, Spider Man two uh, and Cowboys and Aliens. Really, those are like the you, 
for show, for show. I can't believe John Favreau made Cowboys. How did it? Why? I got to rewatch that. Is that is that as bad as I remember it? That would be an interesting rewatch. Yeah, it's bad. But watch Chef. Uh, John Favreau's Chef is awesome. It is good. Uh, Dave Taylor, thank you so much for the dancing avocado thing. That was cute. Thank you for that support. I appreciate you coming in at the end at the clinch. And K Dots, my man, uh, changed my mind, Andy. Thor has the worst character development in the MCU. In my opinion, his character development is whack. Uh, so let's da, 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 duel. All right, K Dots, call in on Thursday. Let's get you in on the Thursday stream. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll go toe to toe on Nerd Wars, but let's we can tease it right now. I I don't uh, Thor worst character development. No, I I liked Bro Thor. I liked that the oh. MCU tried to handle uh, sort of like the mental breakdown, depression, uh, video game player, which is a real thing, guys. It is. Jody's rolling his eyes, but no, that's a real thing. Look, now should, should the core. Should, yeah, well, Ragnarok was the best. Uh, but oh. should. should uh, oh. You didn't like Ragnarok? No, man. I wanted to leave the theater. That, that I didn't like that movie at all, man. It was a, a comedy. Skittles yeah. commercial. I thought they finally made out of the humor because Thor's always had a little bit of humor. So yeah, it's gone up and down. I thought Thor one was was okay. Thor two is stupid, and then Thor three just sort of finally found his way and was having fun with himself. And then we got through the Avenger movies. But then an end game where they gave us that moment where he was sort of depressed. I I thought that was interesting to see a god have to to face that sort of thing that even humans have to do. It showed he had some more to it. So I don't know. I liked it. Jody, you didn't. Thor Ragnarok is a great comedy. Sure. It is not a good Thor movie. It's a terrible superhero film, and it's a trash Thor story, and it's a trash version of the destruction of Asgard. It shouldn't have even been called Ragnarok. It's a disgrace to the Thor character, and I hate that movie as a superhero fan, and I hate that movie as a person who actually wanted Thor to be dope. But as a comedy, it's nice. Shout out to Taika Waititi for that, right? No. It's a freaking Thor movie. Thor won over both of them Thors any day, all day for me. But Ragnarok is the final destruction of the world of between. You know, it, it, so it is sort of the end of it all. That's what Ragnarok, Ragnarok is supposed to be. Is the end of it. So uh, why does that bother you? It's it bothers me because it. he's not. He was never king of Asgard. He gave the king of Asgard is a woman. In this case, you guys forgot. Valkyrie is the king of Asgard. You gave your kingship to freaking Valkyrie. You don't even have a people no more. You let your people die. Your world got blown up. You didn't freaking punish Loki when he freaking kidnapped your father and had this fool like a slave in a freaking senior citizen's home. Your father died a freaking hurt. Your mom died. Man, yeah, this is, these, those are stakes, man. Real character stakes. <laughs> Where's his development? If you, if you ask me, Thor is much more Thor in the first Thor than he is in 2020 in, 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 in Endgame. He's a joke in Endgame who doesn't have any idea of what responsibility is. He was a freaking eight-mile bum. And in the first Thor movie, he was a heroic Asgardian. He even had the, the acting down pack. He was Thor, the god of thunder. He digressed over eight years, bro. He's trash. He is not trash. I loved his his wrestling with not killing Thanos. The fact that he had all that on his shoulders of it was all his fault, I bought it. I thought that was great. I loved when he chopped his head off, the rush to sort of do it. All of that was character development for me and a character arc that I thought good for them. They finally gave him something to do and not just be the laughing stock that he was in Ragnarok, which I think is fair. Uh, but that's also where he sort of got his power. Uh, I love that moment in Infinity War uh, when he shows up at, at Wakanda, finally after doing it all and, and going through the, the the thing, whatever the hell that was he was doing, but it was all and just sort of a test. Else. And then he sort of like, and then he loses all the training he lost. I like that. That's so ballsy, I think, and I, I think you're ignoring that. That he, he had lost. No training. He, he had, lost. You mean 
for gifting him weapons and lost? Yeah, sure. That's what happens when you rely on people to gift you a weapon. Ragnarok was about, it's not about your weapon. It's not about the hammer. And then in Infinity War, it was all about the hammer. Yeah, well, look, everyone's everyone's debating about who their Thor is. Look, it's it, it's fair, and I think there's a lot of conversations. Thor Ragnarok was more of a buddy movie. It was a Hulk Thor movie for Can sure. Can we talk a little bit about how the Hulk was kind of, in Jody's words, trash? He well, I would I would say I would put above Thor probably. Well, that, no, that in what? Ragnarok, the the relationship between him and Banner, like it's like I want to. There's no conflict. It's just funny. There those is just the two. Those are the two worst characters in all of the MCU: Thor and Hulk. And especially after Ragnarok, the Hulk, like, I like that Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of hating each other uh, thing about it. But now it's like, it's a joke. It's yeah, well, like I, they, I would they, argue, I would agree with you on I, Smart Hulk is, is a weird thing that I'm, I'm not sure I like about it. I, I, but I want to, it depends where they go with it. If they really make it conflicting, the Hulk's MCU like. Does, if Hulk, one thing the MCU does is they show their actors uh, I think it, maybe it's in their contract to show their actors instead of the character they play. There is very little mass worn during the publicity. Like you look at the posters, there's some good uh, Marvel posters, but no, no one's wearing a mask. Uh, if DC did that, everybody would go crazy. Uh, uh, you know, what's it called? Uh, Christian Bale wore his Batman, his Batman mask. But if you see like even Spider-Man, he's constantly taking off the mask. And it's just like, dude, man, it's like put the mask on. They're going to find out your identity. Also, if you look at the posters, like uh, Ronnie... Um, Robert Downey Jr. I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield as Iron Man. I've done that before. <laughs> man, I love uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Robert Downey Jr. never has the mask on, man. I mean, and Thor, does he ever wear that fucking... As never. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I want to see that. I'm sure you know? Jane will in the new one. Facts. Facts. Who wants to bet on me against that one? Because I'll win that bet. I will not. Uh, I will not. <laughs> that's one we're agreement. Uh, Jane will be more of a Thor than actual Thor. I, I totally think they're going to do that. Uh, woo, woo, I still can't say it, but I love it. Roos Bane. Thank you, Roos. Uh, Streamlabs frozen me twice, so I'll just stay classy. San Diego and dope Joker shirt. Uh, also, leave a like, guys. It really helps a lot. It's true. Go yeah. smash that like button. Thank you for reminding me to tell everybody Roos Bane. Uh, so smash it. Uh, last. Uh, so here's one last thing I found for you. Uh, thank you, KDOTS, for triggering that fun. But Smart Hulk, I was going to say, though, I saw someone comment. If they actually have the real Hulk fight Smart Hulk out, Hulk out to make the Jekyll and Hyde moment later, then I'll be for that plot line. If they don't, and that's just sort of now how Hulk is, I'll, I'll be very disappointed. Uh, but I, 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 The what? Professor Later. Hulk? Bro, we've been having Hulk for since... We had him almost ten years now. Ain't no later. He, this, oh no, she, he's gonna be up. in she. He's gonna be in She Hulk. They're gonna keep Hulk around. He's been for around since the beginning of the MCU. Yeah, his he's time is up. no. He's staying. He's sticking around. He doesn't give. A, he doesn't give a f. He wants. Well, to, he wants that more around, money. But his time is up as far as redeeming himself. It's too late, buddy. Um. Here. Uh. Here's the story. Uh. So this is funny because all day long it's been swapping back and forth. Todd McFarlane said Jamie Fox was out of Spawn, and then they said, well, no, somebody else is out, and now apparently it's not a story because Ooh. Jamie Fox is has not departed the production. Uh. So now apparently he is. Last week I got some discouraging news that we had an Academy Award winning guy who was going to be the, do the movie with us, but he fell off. We had people willing to fund the movie as long as he had this guy attached, but schedules were conflicting and things had changed. Now, so now that's how close we got to get this off the ground. But apparently that's not true. Uh. Jamie Fox still. Uh, we'll tackle the lead role as Spawn. Uh, what do we got? Are you either of you Spawn fans? What do we What do we like? Spawn's do we... Happening. It, that's it. It's not, it's not happening. Gonna happen. I don't got yeah, it. I'm with you, happen. Lewis. 
It's not gonna could happen. Jo- uh, could Jamie Foxx pull it off? Way of the, well, uh, the Crow, the Crow remake, and Spawn are now in the same dimension. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cast cast a white man. You got a chance of it getting funded. You talking about an iconic black superhero? <laughs> bro, that's not happening, bro. Black Cat Panther, Jody, was a billion dollars. Yeah, Black Panther made a billion dollars, but they disrespected Black Panther. They had terrible CG. They took all of the workers for it mid-production and sent them to Infinity War. They never expected and never believed in Black Panther. That's why the film looks like that. And they never thought it was going to make $1.3 billion, but they were wrong. That is facts. That is facts. They had no way. Same with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy and, and Black Panther. Infinity War, you could clearly see that they did not think Black Panther was going to be dope because he was barely in any of those two movies. No, you're you're totally well, but it's, here's the thing. I don't I don't love Black Panther the character. I like the movie better, and I love Black Panther the character. Uh, I kind of can see where you're coming from. <laughs> he's not the he's not he, Chadwick Boseman's a good actor, but I, I just he's just sort of boring. Uh, I'll see what happens with part two. I'm I thought they more. built the world and the characters around him were far more interesting. So as an ensemble, I liked it. But yeah, I, I really hope they do bring Neymar in and we do sort of the water versus Wakanda. That actually yeah. sounds the two kings type that poster, the fake one by uh, Andrew, Boss Logic. Andrew. That was awesome. So yeah, if they if they do that, then I'm in. But yeah, facts totally. I agree with you that I don't think Marvel had any clue. I think they did it as a diversity play. I think they're like, we got to do this, or we're gonna be we're gonna look like complete idiots. Uh, and that just like Guardians, well. I guess these are some weird characters. Yeah, let that James Gunn guy do it. And then both of those blew up beyond their expectations to just totally slay it. Uh, so I, I definitely agree. But so anyway, Spawn, can that movie work? You just think it's done? It's never going to happen? Could, would Jamie Foxx be a good Spawn for either of you? I think that he could be good. He'd be fine. Fun little fact. I talked to Michael Jai White last year, and he had no idea they were remaking it. Like, so that's how much. Well, why would he? You think he's going to be in it? They're not going to bring him back. Come on. They don't care. He looks pretty awesome, man. The He's guy's great, but I just don't think the Hollywood... Do you think Hollywood cares about pleasing Michael Jai White? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they care about pleasing him, but he is. The, he still probably is the right pick to redo it, I would say. Give Michael Jai White a shot. He's, he's freaking dope. Yeah, yeah. Dynamite. He's in back. shape. And let's face it, is this even part of Hollywood? It seems like a, a GoFundMe project. For real. <laughs> it's not... This shit ain't getting no money, bro. It's not happening. Jimmy... <laughs> I knew when I heard, I was like, well, and I'm like, this shit, it's not going to happen. I'm with you, Lewis. I don't think this is coming out. It's not going to happen. I just love mm-hmm. it's literally three update and then update and then update. Like, they, they, this story cannot get any way. Oh, no, Jamie's still in. They're clearly just trying. That was some producer who was like, no, 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 Jamie might still be in it. So we are taking that back. And it's like, no, it's not. It's They're, the it's- movie Phantom Zone, the Crow, the, uh, Crow mm-hmm. remake, mm-hmm. Uh, now Spawn and Indiana Jones 5 or whatever it is. They're, they're, whoa, 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 they're with General Zod in the Phantom Zone. It's not going to happen. I do believe <laughs> stories like this that are leaked out can destroy the movie because they're like, no, I don't want to get involved with any of this the trauma. The sequel to Drive is in there, too. Uh, <laughs> Anthony <laughs> McIntosh, thank you, Anthony, for the support. Would love to see Sony loan uh, Craven to Marvel's Black Panther with a storyline involving inter-African racism would be awesome. Yeah, sure. Look, there's it's a lot. It's not going to happen no more, though. It's not going to happen no more because Craven went with Sony. Uh, yeah, no, Spider-Man. I think they're going to keep them. I think they, they need their villains. They need their characters. They're not going to want to give people up, especially someone like Craven. Oh. But I agree. That would be interesting. That's the thing. I like Black Panther as like building out the world and doing other characters that come in. But would I want to watch Black Panther lead a solo sequel without someone else there? Uh, I don't think I would. Jody, Lewis, would you? What I want, what? Would you want like a movie that's really about Black Panther, like just following him for the whole movie and not really bringing in another big character? Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that if they do it right. They have to execute it on that level, man. Yeah, I I don't feel. I actually feel like Black Panther was not 
showcased enough in his own movie. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Okay, so we could agree on that. I, yeah, I think all three of us agree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. Maybe that's why I don't have. A, I don't have trust in him now. The yeah, better if they scenes were given to the co co actors. You know, yes. like that's what I I thought. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I was like, he's just big, bro. He's too big of a villain, man. It's like you know. I don't want to say it's like Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight because, uh, you know, Aaron Eckhart did his thing and Christian Bale did what he could. But God dang, Killmonger was such a huge force in that movie. He took over so that good. movie. So good. Uh, Genji Fox, Sonic will have better films than the MCU. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked Sonic. Uh, but yeah, I'll see the Sonic part two. But no, I'd, I'd, I'd rather watch it. I, um, I want to see Eternals. I'm so curious. I think it's going to be terrible. Uh, maybe not terrible. Let's last as we wrap up. What, let's make a prediction here on air. We have to own it. Eternals, Jody. What do you think you're gonna your view is gonna be? Uh, I think that Eternals will deliver much of what Guardians of the Galaxy delivered, minus the comedy. I think that Eternals will be extremely woke. It'll be all about uh, the gay sexuality or the uh, weird sexuality of the characters. I think that'll be none of them are. I don't think that will get a heroic feeling from the film. I think that'll be probably one of the most beautiful MCU movies we've probably ever seen. I think the spectacle will be dope, and I think there will be some really good, solid acting performances in the film. Overall, I think that Eternals will be another Doctor Strange Part One. Something that when it initially comes out, the eye spectacle will have a lot of people excited and inflate grades, and then three months later, nobody talks about or cares about it anymore. Yeah, I think that's a fair. I'll go on record to say I, I definitely I support you wholeheartedly. I think it's going to be beautiful. I think they're going to be they're going to blow us away with the visuals, uh, and I think it's going to be woke, as they say, which I hate saying. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for people, they're going to get annoyed at its wokeness. I, I don't think that's going to bother me, uh, but I think it's going to be beautiful. But I, yeah, I, I think you you were spot on pretty much. And that's the same thing I was going to say. I think it's going to be otherworldly without the comedy. They're going to clearly, Kumail and other people in there are probably going to make some jokes. It's a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. They can't not make jokes. Uh, but it's clearly going to get more serious in, what, in the Angelina Jolie and the world at stakes and things. Uh, but maybe it'll be an interesting sort of like like Clash of the Titans, like the the, the, the gods all making their, their deals. It, it could be fascinating. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, optimistic. I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm still like not excited. Uh, but I guess the curiosity has gotten me over like, all right, I want to watch that. The curiosity has me – I would definitely throw down a ticket uh, price, uh, buy a ticket for Eternals over Black Widow. Uh, do you guys agree? Whoa, whoa. What the freak did I just hear? Go ahead, Lewis. Go ahead, Lewis. No, I'm the only one. I would. I don't need to see the Black Widow movie. I didn't see it. I would rush – if you were, were going to die tomorrow – and you could only see one. if you were going to die tomorrow and you could only see one. Really? No way. The curiosity alone makes me pick Eternals. What am I talking about? Commenters. Am I, I am not crazy. If you were going to die and you could only pick one movie, would you want to see Black Widow, which you know what it's going to be, or know whether Eternals pulled it off and see the crazy visuals and the, the future of the MCU? I'd want to see the future. Andy, you can pick any MCU movie you want. You can even pick, would you rather see uh, the, the next Spider-Man movie in the MCU? Would you rather see uh, uh, Black... Well, I'd rather see the next Spider-Man than Eternals. I only chose Black Widow and Eternals. Give me another Captain America-led film over all that future stuff you're talking about. I'm done with the future. Yeah, what? Fuck. Wait a second. Are so you guys good, being bro. serious? You guys I'm with, serious as shit. Give oh, me my God. And everyone's in the... I'm really the only... I'm, this is my unpopular opinion. 
popular as heck. I can't believe you just put disrespect on Black Widow like that, especially after Endgame. <laughs> dude, get back to MCU, dude, the movie. All right, I'll, I'll, this is a perfect. Let's end on an argument, dude. Black, Black Widow is too is little. The question. Hold on, I can't talk over it. Lewis. Before I go ahead, did you need to say something? Oh, Wait. sorry. Uh, let the first trailer for Eternals drop, and then we'll bring back the argument. Okay, fair. I'm going off complete speculation. I've seen the trailers for Black Widow. I'm not hating on Black Widow. I'll see. I'm seeing Black Widow. But if I had the choice of picking one, I've already seen the Black Widow movie. I've already seen it. We've seen well, it. Ten, we've seen it ten times between the background well, and Ultron, between Civil War, between Winter Soldier. <laughs> it's just going to be more of Black Widow doing the same stuff we've already seen in a uh -huh. chapter that we've already seen in the story. I don't care. They're, I don't believe they're going to give us something new. Now, if they're really going to surprise us and there's something future stuff, like, oh man, they're going to do something crazy, then maybe. But I, I look, I, I've seen it. We're, we're going back to a chapter of a book, the mid chapter of a book we've already finished. I'd much rather read the next book to know is it good or bad. Just, just just out of curiosity alone, I'm fascinated without even seeing it. To be the first one to see it before everybody else and know, like, holy crap, that was awesome. Or, oh, my God, they really effed it up. Of course I'm going to take that in my dying before I go back and see another. Yeah, all right, I saw this. It was it was okay. That, that's Black Widow to me. It's like, it's okay. It's cool. I like her. I respect her. Yeah. But come on. We've been there a hundred times. Eternals is, like, all shiny, crazy new. That's why I'm voting for Eternals. We've been there a hundred times with uh, Chris Evans' Captain America as well. Even more so. Sign me up for another Captain America solo movie right now. With yeah, but Evans. it's not a Captain America movie. I'm looking at I'm looking at Black Widow like I look at Captain America. Not as good, but right there. There's three characters that I love in the MCU that are gone. Tony, uh, Captain America number one, Tony Stark, Black Widow. I'll take Black Widow wherever I can get her, bruh. Over... Eternals that I don't know. That's like you in the, in the in the gambling. Like if you go to the casino, would you bet on a surefire thousand dollars, or would you roll the dice to win uh 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 two hundred thousand? I'm not. I, look, I like Black Widow. I'm not hating on Black Widow. I just I I would rather she's not my favorite Avenger. Like she's good in a supporting role. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson's does it well. That's but I, I feel like I've seen it. Black Widow, Andy. That's why you need it because you're calling your supporting character. You're saying you don't like her that much. This film will convince you that she's been dope all along. But Marvel holds a forever L for not giving her a solo film eight years ago. But we got Captain Marvel. But they didn't, <laughs> and that's on Marvel. I don't want to go back and retrace steps because they effed up the first time. Words. You're gonna be talking they good have about something up their sleeve. They're gonna surprise the world. They're gonna shock the world with a storyline. They're not making that. They, they I don't buy that. I don't buy that either. Thinking, and it's gonna shock everyone. It's gonna be action packed. It's gonna be a throwback to uh, Civil War and uh, Winter yeah, Soldier. So yeah, man, ground and pound, baby, cinematic. Let's I do want to get to. I want to get to make sure I didn't miss these super chats. Thank. I saw a lot. Thank you guys. As we wrap up, that means the world. So thanks for bringing these in at the end. Uh, sorry. So the first one, quick up, and, I, and then I will end on my. Final thoughts there on, on Black Widow because everyone hates me for it. Uh, Shorty <laughs> Fine with them Skechers on, LOL. Anthony McIntosh. Uh, I don't get it. Jody, you're laughing. Explain it to me. It's a song that came out on the stream yesterday, man. We reacted to it on the show, man. It's a song called Skechers. Shorty Bad with the Skechers on. It's freaking crazy. It's an Indian song, and it's hooky. Uh, we'll listen to it in the truck. Okay, I'll play. Uh, James Slendern. Slendern, thank you so much, James, for showing up. Marvel now is like Jordan after the Bulls. Ooh, interesting. Yes, uh, yeah. absolutely. That, that's absolutely. a really that's good comment. Yeah, you're guys, spot on. Totally spot on. Our apex. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and now they're going into baseball, right? <laughs> 
we go. Yeah, after Tyson. Uh, it's like he went. Didn't he? Is that when he went to baseball right after the Bulls, or is that a little later? No, baseball was between the championships. Bulls, That's uh, right. 1998. Okay. I, have his, I still have his baseball card somewhere. Uh, yeah. Anyway, tripping Andy, Andy, F, Wilding, Andy, Andy, you bugging Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow wins all day. Scarlet, Andy likes Captain Marvel. No, I don't. Uh, are you? I don't. I don't hate her, but I didn't like that movie. Black Widow, Black Widow. At Task Ma- after Task Matter did Wakanda Forever. That's enough. Uh, Eternals for sure. Uh, one. I got one Eternals, two Eternals. Black Widow, Black Widow. This isn't yin and yang. You can choose Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow. I care more. I want Black. Wow. Everyone. Okay, guys. Well, I hear you. That's. In, in, you know what that means, Andy? Eternals equals Inhumans 2.0. Uh, I hope not, but yeah, it could be. Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow. The comments have spoken. It's true. Genshi Fox, the Chad Sonic is greater than the Virgin Eternals? I, I don't understand what that means, but thank you, John. Uh, James Slendorn back in there. Thank you. With the inter- internals, with you on internals, <laughs> on the internals, it's Eternals, uh, over Black Widow, I've seen. Uh, Myra Martin, uh, Black Widow. Uh, sorry, I just something came in. Black Widow because she is familiar to the public. That's 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 the curse for me. Uh, and Anthony McIntosh coming in again. Thank you, Anthony. Are we doing Nerd Wars manana? We're doing it Thursday night as the uh, next uh, demonetizer. Join us. Uh, yeah, so, uh, tomorrow though. The what? Oh yeah, we need, tomorrow is Yin Yang. Uh, at at uh, we going to talk about the time because I got, I'm supposed to see the hunt in the middle of the afternoon. So I, I'll uh, okay. right before, right after, like we did adjust. Sometimes we slide an hour just because we have screenings. Sure. Uh, but uh, of course, Nerd, Nerd Wars is Thursday. Yin Yang is on Wednesdays. I'll be over on Jody's uh, Yin and Yanging it up. But anyway. To wrap up our stream, uh, yeah, look, I'll take the L on that. Clearly, I'm against the fans, but I like yeah, what, so- I like when I'm different. I like it. I don't care what you guys say. That's not different. That's wrong. So, Jody, could you please UPS him a bean? <laughs> Got you, bro. Got the box right here, bro. Oh, I can't. I'm gonna send you a whole box for that shit. I can't wait. All day. I can't wait for Black Widow to come out. And everyone be like, yeah, it's fine. And you're just gonna, uh, now you're going to fake interest, aren't you? Just to prove it. Because you've gone on. Nope. You better be real. I already put a prediction. I got Black Widow is going to take the number six spot of the six best MCU movie right outside my top five. Damn. Well, I got to count the six. But, yeah, that's high, man. Yeah, it's high. Look, if it's like Winter Soldier, it's great. But, I, see, here's where I'm problematic. It can't be like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier surprised us. I don't, I'm not surprised by her. I know she's a badass. Winter Soldier crushed every expectation. Because every, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I talked to the Russos. Yeah, I'll humble brag about it. But we talked about it. That moment on the ship where Captain shows back for the first time in his movie and just ground slams him with his legs and then is running on the ship and starts actually finally kicking ass as Captain America. It surprised us. It was like, oh, yeah. damn, I've never seen Cap like this. That's why that mm-hmm. movie's so great. And then it surprised us to be like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Hydra's been around all, all along. It, like, there was so much to it. You were like, holy damn, they really just blew it up. And they made a Captain America movie work, which I never thought they were going to do. Because first Avengers, fine. Chris Evans is okay. I, it was good. He's great. Uh, but Winter Soldier just took it to the next level. I remember sitting in the theater going, holy shit, this is awesome. And I, so my problem is like, I already feel that way about Black Widow. She's great. A lot, I, I have no problem. But it's like, I've seen it all. I've seen her be badass. I've seen her do stuff. I don't need to see her Russian family. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's all Florence Pooh. Oh, no, pew, pew, pew. I think it's all uh, an excuse to get us to, into Florence Pooh is going to become the new Black Widow in a future movie. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. It's fine. I just I feel like it's all steps we've already taken. Uh, so, look, I think it's good. I got your back, guys. I see it. I get it. But I'm not like dying to see it going number six. So, Jody, good on you. I look forward to watching it and reviewing afterwards. Uh, 
uh, with you guys and, and sort of seeing where we stand. Uh, Dave Taylor, this uh, is cause poor. This is cause cause poor Andy out. Uh, this is cause poor. I don't even. Sorry, poor Andy is outnumbered. Poor Andy is outnumbered. Was the, was the moral of his chat there? Thank you. I was Dave. Thank you. And then uh, absent good stepping it up. Absent good. Always trying to prove Chody right. That you're a true, right, you're a true lover. Uh, Black Widow looks good, but I'm looking forward to the Eternals with them dropping uh, Guardians and of nobody course, really knowing them and still killed. Uh, that would get me hyped. See, he's a fan. He's supporting me no matter what, Jody. He's the real deal. Uh, so that that's what got me hyped for Eternals. Thank you, absent good. Good thought. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, Pooh is gonna die. Really? You think so, Sergio? Yes. Saw that you think he's they'll kill her off? I thought she's the next the next Black Widow. Uh, kill her. You think they're gonna kill her? Yeah, I, I think everyone's gonna die in that. All her whole family gonna get wiped. I mean, it would make sense why we never saw them. Explain where they at. You know what I'm saying? You you, you gotta kill them. So then, is that why she's so depressed in Infinity War? Yeah, I, I think that's why she she gave in herself to being the mother of the Avengers. She went from a stern spy by the book. A shady person, and so all of a sudden in Infinity War and Endgame, being the mother, being the person that cares, and she bought into the family element of what happened. Black Widow happened. Interesting. That's a good take, and if they do that, that's a that's a good angle there. So you got me a little hyped. All right, interesting. They're gonna give her. They're gonna give us a little heft to understand why she checked out and why we, and then we'll care more. Is what you're saying? In which case, then bravo. Scarlett Johansson deserves it. Good for Black Widow. I would. I would look. (laughs) I would love to be wrong on this. I will totally eat crow and admit it. Uh, I hope that's gonna happen, but we shall see. Uh, Master Swag, thank you for coming at the end. You were the the last one here as we wrap. Master Swag King Entertainment. Just want to see Black Widow because Scarlett is hot as f. Uh, fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's a very attractive woman. Smart woman, too. Don't, let's not just focus on the looks. There's more to her than just that. But, yeah, she is attractive mm-hmm. and smart. And, uh, uh, she's married to Colin Juice like... of Serent Live. What a what a, what a surprise Ooh. there. Wow. The, the white guy from Weekend Update on uh, Serent Live. That's her husband. Hmm. Anyway, Lewis, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, unless somebody else sends a chat in, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Lewis, ah. uh, Nerd Report, you stuck around. Thanks for coming in. That was fun to have you. Oh. Lewis. Uh, luckily, it wasn't me that earned the bean. It was Andy. So let's <laughs> live. Please give me a follow or a sub right there at Nerd Report, and also follow me on Twitter. I got a screening to go to right now. I'm gonna meet up with Jody. We're gonna have a great time. Bloodshot. Yeah. Let's let's hook this up. Let's get through. Uh, yeah, dude, go LA do like traffic. a. Go do a Periscope afterwards. Let's we'll we'll watch you guys together. Periscope uh, still exists. Yeah, man. That's, just, that's, that's the easiest it. way. Easiest way to do a live quickly on uh, just for for a chat. So it doesn't go on your your YouTube channel, but just do it. Or I guess you. I've done live on YouTube straight from outside the theater to review a movie. Uh, it's happens. Yeah, I do that. Uh, you guys could do it. You know, Jody's done that. I used to love when you used to do it a little more. I used to love that man. It was so. Hey, we might do that tonight, Louis. Hey, uh, guys, stand by. We might do a little uh, talk about after the movie live on Jody's corner from the phone. Let's there you go. I'd watch the hell out of that. Yeah. See. So. We're making it happen. Uh, get nerd report on the on the on the on the guys. Go follow it because Lewis has got the scoop. He's, he's a good dude. Nerd report. He's my dude. Yeah, Thanks, and uh, Jody, as always, Jody's corner. You guys are already there. Most of you people watching yeah, you are probably know, already fans. iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. You know what's that? Yeah, th- this show is also now on iTunes, Spotify, and all those things. You can look up. You can look. Boy who, who went for it. Yeah, uh, yes. Chris Walker's been doing amazing work for me. But yeah, it's all on. Uh, you can find it on a lot of them. He's he's helping me get them on all of them through. I forget what program and anchor and stuff. But anyway, now go look up it's all it's all this and everything i'm putting on the same feed of unders nerd wars uh so it's easier to find uh but go look up nerd you can find uh, they're they're separate jody's episodes are separately labeled uh but you can go check them all out little thumbnails and stuff it's fun you can go listen to us if you have trouble watching and you want to catch some of these or they're too long you miss
miss some, go catch them. And Hug of the Cactus, don't forget to subscribe there if you haven't already. Uh, we got this one on, especially if you like Survivor, uh, which I do. Even if you don't, you know who the guy is. Fascinating story. And the dude... I love it because he doesn't care anymore. He's like, I'm going to name, I don't care. I'll name names. Uh, you don't have to pay me to name names. That's the best. When someone does, when, when I do these interviews and someone's like, ask me anything, I'm going to say whatever you want. That's when you know someone's telling the truth because they got nothing to hide. So many people out there got stuff to hide. Well, don't, I don't want to talk. I can't go on that platform. Uh, it's a good one. So stay tuned. Thanks so much for watching everybody. Go to my, my, so I can put the, uh, the annotations up here. Thank you, everybody, who showed support tonight. We'll see you tomorrow night, Ying and Yang, and Jody's Corner. Thursday night, Nerd Wars, Demonetize. Enjoy your screening. See them afterwards, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye!